If you're anything like me, you want to know that the effort and the energy and attention and time and money that you're putting into the thing that you were doing is actually going to give you an ROI. So return on investment for what you're putting in, see what you're actually going to get out. And so whether it be if you have a health goal, a fitness goal, and those two things aren't really mutually exclusive, but you can do them together, you want to know if you're making progress. And after working with so many clients, both in a clinical setting and also on my own business side from training, nutrition, and just everyone across the spectrum. Everyone wants to know if they're making progress and I too want to know if I'm making progress in my own life in the things that I am doing and the things I am trying to achieve and sometimes our emotions can very much blur our vision, our lens and the line of are we making progress or not, right? And there are several different ways that you can go about it. You can look at things objectively by like quantitative numbers or you can look at things more qualitatively through like subjective measurements of things that don't really have a number or some type of measuring stick attached to it but more so in the subjective realm of like how am I feeling how is this affecting this other area of life and things like that and so I right here made a big list of areas things that we can go through that oftentimes that people want to improve when they tell me that they want to improve their health and fitness but before you get too caught up with the progress talk is the thing that I want to make sure that everyone understands and something that took me too long to understand myself is if I'm going to be focusing on something and I am asking the question am I making progress is this fast enough is it slow enough etc the first thing that I want to make sure that I remind myself is first is what is it that I truly want? Do I have a specific goal, a specific destination, an outcome that I'm trying to achieve identified for myself? Like getting as specific as possible. Because so many people come to me and ask me, how do I lose weight? How do I get healthier? And those things are great, fantastic goals that can improve the quality of everyone's lifespan and health span. But the thing is, they're too broad. It's kind of like if I were to go to a financial advisor and tell them, I want to be rich. I want to have money in my bank account. That's fine and dandy. But that leaves so much room for interpretation and it's so broad that we need to kind of zoom in a little bit more to get a more fixed target on what are we trying to work towards because you work, you, you can work towards anything but you can't work towards everything and we got to find some way to measure our progress otherwise we're kind of just kind of floating in the air here. And so the first thing is if you have some type of goal that you're setting for yourself that you want to achieve, I would highly recommend that you yourself try to isolate and figure out by identifying what that target outcome is. What's the goal that you actually want with yourself? And not because you're trying to impress somebody else or trying to satisfy somebody else's thoughts, feelings, or whatever they're casting over you, but what do you truly actually want with yourself? Because your emotions tie a lot with what you want when it comes to your health and fitness. So if you tell me that you actually, or you tell yourself that you say that you want to lose weight, okay, do you just want to lose weight because you want to lose weight? The number on the scale, what is that? What are we unraveling? Oh, no, you want to lose weight because you start rambling on and tell me that you actually want to be able to play with your kids, keep up with them, things like that as you are opening up more. The words that you were saying are going to you're going to be a, there's going to be a consistent pattern uh, theme that's going to illuminate what is it that you're actually wanting to improve oh you want to hang out with your kids more so that has really not much things to do with losing weight you don't just want a smaller body you don't want just a number and scale to go down or lose um, excess body fat those things are nice but you really cherish actually playing with your kids doing certain things going and doing and showing yourself that you can do whatever so getting really specific with what you actually want 
is super helpful and so you can work your way back from that destination to where you are at now and then it gives you direction for where you're trying to get to right simple enough and so on health and fitness i just want to go down this big list here and areas because many of us can get held up on like hey i'm not making progress i'm hitting a plateau that's a very common thing i've heard from many people is i'm plateauing and that's i'm like okay we can attack this from many different avenues so let's go through different ones so say we are talking about health, right? Like you generally just want to improve health because you can care less about how your body composition looks, how much weight you lift on the bar and things like that. You generally just want to improve your health and stuff like that. And so I love that there's this physician out in the world that he is very much into the social media and also um, just as a public figure talking about this and he's actually very knowledgeable, Dr. Peter Atia, and he coined this the four horsemen of chronic disease. And the four horsemen of chronic disease, the first one has to do with atherosclerotic disease. So that has anything to do with uh, um, atherosclerotic diseases, um, like vascular diseases in your cardiovascular system, but as well as your cerebral vascular. So basically the vessels in your body that touches every organ and also the vessels that touches your brain. So any vascular network highway system, there's plaque buildup, there's different type of diseases that can happen like a stroke, etc., etc. but just underneath the big umbrella term of the atherosclerotic diseases. The next thing is cancer. Cancer is another big thing also. Many you can't completely cut that out because there's a lot it's very multifaceted, but Big things that big levers that you can pull are definitely in your lifestyle behaviors are huge factors in your likelihood and chance of developing something like that. So like your fitness, your nutrition, your sleep, your how you like things like that. Those big levers that we're definitely going to go through. And then the next thing is neurodegenerative diseases. So I don't have the exact stat on my mind, but a couple different neuro type scientists that I follow, many of them has, um, have postulated that sleep is a huge correlation to many neurodegenerative diseases. So if you don't sleep much or sleep very poorly, then that has a huge, great influence on you potentially developing those type of neurodegenerative um, diseases and everything else underneath those umbrellas. It's not just for certain, but you know, generally, most of us don't need a science degree to understand what things that we should do and things that we probably shouldn't do less of. So definitely in the camp of sleeping more falls into things that we should probably do more of. And the next thing is metabolic diseases. So developing like type 2 diabetes, uh, developing insulin resistance, fatty liver diseases, um, things like that. Things that just more so on the metabolic side of stuff of how we process and utilize and everything about when it comes to food and our metabolism just through different metabolic functions. So the, as a recap, the four horsemen of chronic diseases, atherosclerotic diseases, cancer, neurodegenerative, and metabolic. So if you're looking at health and you want to improve areas in these areas and you're like, I don't know what to look at. I don't have all the money to look at to buy all these watches, these gadgets and stuff like that. I want to go through different things that you can like objectively measure to just like show you, yo, you're making progress. Um, and then other like subjective things. And just actually one more thought before I go right into that. When it comes to progress, you need to be very careful of how you react when you see the progress because many people ask for progress, but then they have this level of expectation 
expectation that's associated with that progress to where they want that progress to be large, granular, and fast. But that's not the deal. That wasn't the deal that you made at the very beginning was that you just want progress. You want to make sure that you were moving in the right direction. The trajectory of your actions is taking you towards a horizon that's actually going to be more in favor of the future that you want to have for yourself. And if you are upset with the rate of the progress, that's just physiological adaptation. That's just how the cards are playing out. And if you are doing all the things that you could possibly do within your specific skill set, situation, and lifestyle, and current uh, knowledge base, then don't be upset with the progress. Because if you are making progress, just take a real hard look at yourself if you are complaining about actually making progress or that it's not going fast enough. Because if I were to ask you the question, one point or time, you would have given anything to be at the state that you are now. And so if you are here now, why are you complaining and why are you being greedy? So that's a really big mirror and a big introspective moment that you have to have with yourself. And when I figured that out with myself, and I still continue to have that in certain areas, I'm like, ooh, okay, let me sit my ass down and shut up and just be okay with everything happening. Because that's the the big variable that we all often forget is that shit takes fucking time. And that's it. Because if you spent 10 years digging yourself into a hole, you're not going to get out of it that fast. It's going to take time to crawl yourself out. And that's a very simplistic uh, like analogy to it, but it holds it holds weight it holds weight and truth to it as well and so going down this list is like hey you want to improve your cardio right you tell you say that you want to improve your endurance your stamina etc and so areas that i would recommend looking at is like looking at your heart rate right looking at your resting heart rate and when you're just sitting still for like five minutes where is that at compare like have a pre and post comparison approach this as almost like you're like a scientist so look at it as like okay let's look at the thing beforehand your heart rate cool and then after some time of doing some type of intervention and some type of action and then after some time see where things are at are you making improvements your resting heart rate or is it go is it getting lower when you're sitting there or just as you're going about your normal activity is it lower so then you're that if it is lower it means that your heart is working a lot more efficiently and doesn't have to work as hard that's good that's going to help all those other camps when it comes to cardiovascular, metabolic, and just uh, um, other type of chronic diseases that can, having a lower heart rate can improve those other areas too, right? So your resting heart rate, your heart rate variability, is that going up? Is your body able to manage stress? Um, heart rate recovery, so after your workout, how fast is your heart actually recovering back to baseline after a quick bout of exercise of running or lifting or whatever, things like that. And if, you, or like your blood pressure, is your blood pressure within good healthy parameters of 180 over, um, uh, no, 120 over 80 beats per minute. That's like the, like kind of like the middle ground right there. So is your blood pressure within ranges? Or is your heart rate, heart rate variability? All these different cardiovascular areas. Now, if you don't have any gadgets and things like that, just look at how you feel when you're sitting there, when you're breathing, going about your day. Are you able to walk across the parking lot, like walk, hang out with your family, kids, do certain activities, and do you feel winded, right? Do you feel like there's a there's like a huge, does it feel like someone's sitting on your chest or does it feel like you just have more um, like 
like there's like a like a pump like your heart's just working better your lungs you're breathing better you you, you keep up you have more stamina if it is then that's a good indicator that's a good metric to show that like dude you were doing well continue on and then now it comes to like building muscle losing fat things like that objective measurements is like you can step on a scale you can go and get some type of like in-body scan uses biological impedance analysis uh, technology fancy sciencey word jargon for basically the machine you just hold some type of metal machine it sends electrical current inside you and it shoots back out gives you some numbers tells your body fat muscle etc or like these other types of body composition scans they'll spit out a bunch of numbers are which direction is the trend going up or down okay cool now if you don't have money to all that stuff you can just look at yourself, right? Just notice how your clothes are feeling. Notice how, oh, my pants, I can I can pull a couple more belt loops. Oh, my shirt, I don't have to buy certain sizes or whatnot. Those are good indicators to show you that you are, your body composition is improving as well. And so if the number on the scale isn't going down or going up or whatever the goal is, you can just feel it in your clothes and how you feel and how you're moving around, your mobility, things like that. That's a great way to know if you're um, either building more muscle or getting leaner by losing some adipose tissue, recomping your body composition great things. Now, if you want to look at things more like metabolically, right, you um, go get a blood work done. Just literally go get blood work done. It doesn't matter. Just go get blood work done and get your blood work done to just see what's happening underneath the hood, right? Are you have are you lowering your lipid levels so that you aren't um, helping uh, swinging the pendulum towards increasing those like cardiovascular, like atherosclerotic diseases, right? Lipid levels, good heart, blood vessels, things like that. Things don't build up and your vessels are like healthy. You want healthy, pliable, flexible like vessels, right? So lowering your lipid levels. So cool. Now you're improving insulin sensitivity and blood sugar regulation. How are you when you eat carbohydrates? Is Are you able to handle it? Are you doing okay? Like, are you like going on walks after you eat? Are you doing that type of stuff? Are you moving more, exercising, sleeping better, feeding yourself better? If you are able to go get these things looked at, then you can get objective numbers. Now, if you can't get those numbers, how do you know if you're feeling better? By doing the thing, you know 100% absolute certainty that you will do better because there's so much strong science out there that say, hey, if you go on a walk after you eat, you are going to feel better. It's going to improve your blood work, lower your lipid levels, increase your insulin sensitivity, increase, um, just um, help with your any type of metabolic functions. You are going to feel better. Without a doubt, grand slam. And now like thinking how many steps? Well, seven to 9,000 steps. Once you walk around that like health bubble or anything more, you're just gonna really like decrease all cause mortality. Like better chance at all of it. And what that jargon really means is the more you walk, the better chance you, you have at not dying from all these different chronic diseases that's on the table, the better chance you have. Like you are like the person I would bet on. Like if you walk like 10,000 steps a day, 20,000 steps a day, or even 7,000 steps a day, I'm going to put my money on you to being like, you're going to live longer. That's what that means. So the more steps you take literally means you're walking towards a better version, a trajectory for your life. So steps. So knowing that you do that, boom, you already know that you don't have to go spend money 
doing tap assessments, things like that, you are already moving towards that direction and you can already know how that feels. And just cognitively and like your like executive function. And so what executive function and cognitive stuff means is just like how you think, how your emotional, intellectual intelligence is, how, re how sharp is your mind cerebrally throughout the day? Can you think very critically? Do you have brain fog? Can, do you feel slower? Do you feel like you're moving quickly, thinking really hard, be able to get in tune, tunnel vision, get in a flow state, thinking about stuff and just like do challenging complex neuro stuff like are you able to do your job well and if you know that you were able to do that that means your body is assisting you your executive function your cognitive function is doing well and then that's just on the intellectual side how about the emotional side are you able to have um hard conversations are you able to manage your emotions as they fluctuate depending on whatever stimulus whatever news you just got are you able to regulate that well those are practices as well and the lessons that you learn it's like an awesome phrase i heard is you come for the fitness but you stay for the longevity because through the fitness, it's a great equalizer. The gym is it doesn't it doesn't matter how old you are, it doesn't matter how much money you have, it doesn't matter um, what your background is or the cards you were, that you were you came to this world with. As long as you just enter the weight room, the weight just needs to be picked up. And can you do it or not? And through those actions, through those um, like the pain of doing that stuff of training and pushing yourself, you will develop scars and through those scars you learn your lessons and you are able to actually sharpen your mind sharpen your body sharpen your character and everything else that comes with it that you did not expect but you came for the fitness and you stayed for the longevity like boom you came for the gains but you got so much more and so those are also other ways that you just know that you are moving in the right direction it doesn't matter if you don't have all the money in the world resources whatnot if you do if you pull on the essential big levers that we all know is feed yourself well feed yourself well of things that's like protein you know that's going to be good for you protein from leaner cuts um, protein from dairy products from meat from fish whatever carbohydrates eat your carbs but Try to tip and swing the pendulum of your carbohydrates over towards like potatoes, things that are grown out, whole grain stuff. Like you know how you feel when you eat certain things and you know how you feel when you eat greasy, fried, ultra processed things. You feel a little off and your tummy will tell you your gut health as well. You can go get like a gut GI mapping to see how your gut handles things. But doing these type of things help as well. So blood work, um, your fitness, your performance in the gym, your performance in life. Are you able to do the things you actually want to do as you get older or are you starting to lose things, right? And the other areas is like your self-image, your relationship with your body, the relationship you have with your food, things like that. Are you getting triggered? So there's lots and lots of areas that you can look for to see if you are improving um, in all these different facets when it comes to your health and fitness and also your sleep. Like, how is your sleep? How is your energy levels each day? And as I'm rambling on for the last 19 minutes, is that there's so many areas that you can look at and be like, okay, if, like, if you ever feel like you're at, at a plateau, listen to this, and there are a plethora of areas that could be improving, and you just have to give it time. So, I, this, this is where I kind of want to round it because I can go on forever. And if, if you were just a person looking for progress, if you were a coach listening to this, anybody listening to this, um, 
you can do it as long as you like the weight of your actions will dictate the direction of where you are going of where the pendulum is swinging and i it's just keep it simple just keep it simple do the things that you know work the foundational stuff before you go in from a tactical advantage and try to like zero in on the like ones and zeros just pull back look at the big picture get yourself out of the bottle out of the box and look at the big picture of okay what things am i doing okay what things am i ignoring because i maybe i wasn't clear of what i actually wanted to what i actually do or don't so you kind of get where I'm going there. So if you guys listen this long, thank you so much. Um, much love. Um, yeah, if you have any questions, feel free to, of course, send me messages. I um, just hope this was helpful to you and help that if you feel like you are plateauing, not making progress, you can listen to this and it just kind of shines light and, and illuminates different avenues and doors that you may not be aware that are even there and that you are crushing it because if you're listening to this you are my people that demand more of themselves and are willing to do more and be more and to endure it because you're obsessed with this and this is your passion and you want to just you just want the best for yourself so dope all right much love guys catch the next one